Good morning and praise Jesus. I'm glad that all of us are here and have logged in and ready to start the day. It's a beautiful day the Lord has given us and we thank God. To me, it's a, a more special day because today um, I received a big breakthrough in my education. I had a, a degree that had nearly sold. Actually, it stalled because I completed some time in 2009 and, uh, and for all this long, I wasn't able to graduate because I traveled and my year was discontinued. So it has taken me to, I think, uh, 12 years to bring it back to life. So I thank God for it. And I pray that this breakthrough will be for somebody else. So I give glory to God today for that. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get on the way. So I'll, I'll do this as, as I'm going. So let's pray. Our Lord and King, we praise you. We glorify you, we magnify you and your holy name. You alone are worthy. You alone are awesome. There's no one like you in all the earth. My Lord and Savior, we can search for all eternity and will not find anyone like you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your goodness that hovers around us. That hovers around us and gives us the ability to worship you the ability to praise you. Thank you for when we are in despair, for when there's destruction, for when there's sin or the looming of sin. You come through with might, you come through with power to release your children. We thank you because you do what we deservedly wouldn't have received. We thank you because you alone are mighty and you alone are awesome. As we receive your word today, I ask that your presence will be our portion. I ask that your presence will be our help and our guide. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, like you read the scripture, it's, it's, it's quite clear. Um what the children of Israel were born or even made of. I mean, it describes the foolery in its sense. Sometimes when I read it, I ask myself, how can we be referred to as, as this? I'll just read one once more for emphasis. Fools, because of the transgression and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Their soul abode all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out in their distress. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from the destructions. Amen. What does it mean to be saved? I mean, here we look at God's saving grace. What does it mean to be saved? Salvation for me is the victory of, our, of, of, of God over our sin. Truly. The scriptures show that God is eager to save, no doubt about that. He's willing to redeem and meet us 
in his need. Just as humans are the ones who are desperate and they are in dire need of this God, that it is the victory of our God when we get salvation, uh, when we get redemption from the sin that can so easily entangle us. So victory over sin, victory over death, victory over the oppression of the devil are all um, characters and traits that God implants when he actually sends his son to die for us. Just as he shows in his parable of the good Samaritan, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Christ has come that we might have overflowing, overflowing life. Just like the good Samaritan, you might have been abandoned um, on the road and um, you, you know the thief had done exactly what they needed to do uh, to, to take you out. But in that whole universe, God purposed somebody who will take care of you. So God's triumph has put away the tragedy that the wicked one causes. All of creation is commanded to rejoice for the joy of the presence of, of God. For example, on Christmas Day, if I recall, or most of us, we celebrate in the humble birth of Jesus. Christ is our advocate. He's the almighty. He's the alpha. He's the omega. He's the ancient of days. The angel of his presence. Um, it, the scripture tells us the beginning. He's the ending. He's the captain of our salvation. I mean, everything finds form and desire in Christ himself. He's the chief cornerstone upon which our church and our faith is built. Emmanuel, as we call him, God is with us and faithful. He's a fountain of living waters, amen. Um, and uh, we notice that as we read ahead, um, the, the Lord is a friend of sinners. That is why he comes in to save us from our destruction. And uh, he's a good shepherd, reversing The Holy One of Israel is the great I am, is the image of the invisible God, is the image of the invisible God. Whenever I think about this scripture, I thank God for its magnanimity. We don't see God, but when we see Christ, we see him. We see this image. Hallelujah. He's the light of the world. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the lily of the valley. He's the porter. He's the prince of peace. Our wonderful counselor, almighty God, and the finisher of our faith. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. Hallelujah. This is the living God over all the earth that we serve, whose ultimate role was that just to redeem us from this. And we'll be looking at it. He is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, and nobody gets to the father but through him. When we deny him, he denies us. We need to acknowledge him. And he will acknowledge all of us. His coming was to die so that he could save the sins of his people. Therefore, there's no sin too big or too great that he cannot save. However, he said, he, ha he, has, he has been forgiven. He said, we have been forgiven. Yes, we have been forgiven. And uh, much is expected from us in this salvation in itself. He told his disciples in Mark 10.45, for the Son of God, 
pin mark 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 1045 let me just go over there mark 1045 for the son of for the son of man came to be ministered unto but to minister and give his life as a ransom for many this is what brings me to my first point we need to delight ourselves in the lord as a nation most of uganda jubilates and delights you know, when the cranes team win a game in any of the tournaments, let's say World Cup qualifiers or Nations Cup qualifiers. But what about lighting in his entrance into this world to save from sin? Think about it if we, as a body of Christ, desired that we unite together with him for his deliverance and saving. The psalmist declares in uh, Psalm 1071, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. For his good and his mercy endures forever. He is so good to you, even better to you than you have been to yourself. He is encouraging everyone to praise God since he has made salvation for all. When Jesus healed the 10 lepers, we noticed that only nine came back with praise. One out of the 10 came back to thank God. Let's get saved. Let's get saved and do not forget. There were 10 of them. How come just only one would come back? So many people get their miracle and then they go their own way. By the way, do you pray to get the things and move on just after this? Is it the reason probably why you relapsed? Because you prayed, you wanted money, God gave it to you, then you went away. Lo and behold, the money is finished, you want to return. Because of this myopic mentality, you fall into that yet again. But one person realized that they, that they must go back to the Savior. They must go to the one who healed them. And sometimes you have to leave people behind if you are going to thank him for what he has done for you. Because they might hold you back. So Jesus asked the leper, why aren't there 10 of you? And only one has come back? Well, it's true that very few come back to praise him. Even when Jesus was born, the shepherds received a message about the birth of Christ. And when they heard as we see in Luke, you know, they picked up that message and went immediately to go and give thanks. So when the lepers came back, when, when the leper came back, uh, that one received his healing and in addition, his wholeness. We need to learn how to come back to Christ. You know, this guy received his healing and wholeness. So I'm saying, come back, come back to where you got that healing from. For your 360 degrees you know, healing, get everything in the, whole, in the whole portion, not bits and bits. And when it clogs your mind, do it immediately, lest you regret. I remember here, um, some time back, I was, uh, I was called in, I had, give, I had been given a prophecy of a job that was upcoming, and um, it, it came to pass under 30 days. As I was driving to office, I was working in MTN those days, um, I told God, eh, you've been so good to me. If I met you today, I would take you to Cafe Javas. I mean, those days, Cafe Javas was the in thing. So that day, it so happened that, um, yeah, I, I, I drove, I went to office, and I had 20,000 shillings on me. And it was only for fuel to bring me back. So evening came, as I reached around the Chira, Chira police station there, um, there was a holdup of traffic. So a gentleman comes walking by the side, I look at him in the mirror, he had gray hair. An old gentleman, he was walking while bending. He comes, walks slowly, 
walks in front of my car, the Lord tells me I had put the 20k in front there because I was ready to, to fuel that shell up there at Bukoto. The Lord told me, give him that 20,000. I said, this is my fuel money. How can I relinquish my fuel money? The Lord said, the second time, the third time, the guy passed and went. So on the third time, I said, let me hit. I reached out to pick the money and the guy was nowhere to be seen. Nowhere at all around. I stopped the car, lowered the windows, tried to look around. He was all gone. When you promised God, be sure. He reminded me immediately that, did you say you'd take me to Cafe Javas? Yet I can just pass by you and you don't see me. I mean, when God has said, when you promise to give, when you promise to go back and give thanks, you do it. And you do it, you, you, you do it fully. Every empty place in, in, in his life was filled up and was made complete because that gentleman came back to God. Have you ever had God's goodness pass over you? You were frustrated, but all of a sudden God's goodness passed over you. You were worried all night, couldn't sleep, but God's goodness still passed over you. And you knew everything would be okay. The psalmist says, your mercy endures forever. However, this kind of mercy isn't the normal mercy. This is the mercy that is committed to you all the day, all the time. Can you imagine the almighty God committed to you every day? It is from the Hebrew word. We, 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 we usually experience haste. It, is, it means being beyond undesired. So those that have been redeemed are to testify and let others know that they were redeemed from the hardship of slavery. They were redeemed from the Babylonians, and this is to be expressed like it was for the Israelis. Now, they were about ready to be redeemed from the greatest enemy, sin. And we've seen that the destruction we'll be talking about here is sin. If the worst has happened to us, and by God's grace we have lived to tell about it, then do so, so that you can save one or the other. Revelation talks about the saints and says they overcame, by, they overcame the evil one by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. If God has delivered you from a difficult situation, now is the time to get up and give him a hand of praise. Because he did it before, he can do it again. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. To my second point now, um, it bears a bit of a problem, and this is being destroyed and crushed in the point of despair, in the point of destruction, until we are now engulfed with sin. The psalmist is basically telling us that they have been destroyed we read that one very well. They have been destroyed. For he calls them fools due to their bad judgment. Oh my God, it will be far from me in the name of Jesus. He has a lack of discipline and has no conviction of his sins. Hmm? He has forgotten the goodness of God and lives without restraint. Saints, how I pray it will be far from this nature of destruction. Fools, because we have neglected that sin and iniquity which has a lot of consequences on us. Foolish, because we think that we will still live right in the sight of God when we continue carrying on with our behavior. Oh, the destruction that awaits us. And you know, we think about afflictions and attacks which are brought upon by ourselves. Hmm? We need to thank God when this has been separated from us. Hallelujah. And there be those who are suffering due to their own foolish actions. Okay. Then there are others who the devil attacks because they are fulfilling the purpose of God in their lives. Those are two different divides. Um, you, you're on a mission, you are an intercessor, you are uh, a preacher. And on this journey, you keep getting upheavals. Those testings are not out of your own 
intent but to season you and make you stronger for the journey ahead. And there are others who are suffering and in destruction due to their own foolish actions, be it far from me. These are the ones that are afflicted due to their neglect, neglect of sin. You neglect sin, you refuse to identify and organize it is being performed in your day-to-day -day life. We live as if God is still going to bless them and their polluted lifestyles. No, may this be far from any of us the sense because herein lies our destruction. God does not send illness or tragedy to punish, never. However, sinfulness affects the human body. It affects, it makes us abuse. Eh? For some, you hide away and you stay in work, you overwork, you, you receive stress, you, have, you are in despair, you have bad relationships either with your friends or your spouses or anybody. There's an unexpressed grief. You know, you have guilt, there's shame, all these things come over. It's rejection and isolation. You actually feel low esteem as a person. Uh, for some, especially the youth, is a drowning into addictions. All of this may come from human selfishness. Sin is separation from God, even missing the mark. I feel afflicted when I'm separated from someone for a reason, for, you know, and that reason usually is sin. We usually okay, for some reason, I feel like I don't want to do this. For some reason, I feel like I shouldn't pray. That is, that is, a, that is a sin and girl thing. We need to stop being ungrateful. We must be grateful to God for everything. Look at how fast the Israel, you know, being freed from 400 years of slavery, quickly ceased to trust in God's provision and complain. They forgot about all the manna. They forgot about everything. We read this in Numbers. Actually, let me go there. Numbers 21. Numbers 21. One moment. Numbers 21. Yeah. Chapter, uh, chapter 21, verse 49. The Israelites, and they journeyed from Mount Ho by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because of the way. And, they, and the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have ye brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there water. And our soul loathes the lights of bread. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people. Fiery serpents. I remember today, if imagine them, sort of a jacket were truly. <laughs> and they beat the people. Much people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, we have sinned. Remember, Israelites have one interesting thing. They always came back to the point of repentance. They came back to, to Moses and said, we have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he may take away the serpents from us, because they had killed so many of them. And, the, and Moses prayed for the people, and the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is beaten, when he looketh upon it, he shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and put it on a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had beaten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. I mean, that's the past. People of Israel just ceased to worship the God who saved them from captivity. What about today? Just think about today. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about COVID now. <laughs> eh? Probably we didn't have to get to the level of having to lose all these lives if only we went back to God and kept on trusting him.
Yeah, we didn't. We never did. Only a, a few fellowships when we began to pray and be deliberate about it, these online streams. I mean, we had, for example, a team at church who was there every Sunday in the morning to make sure that we come to God into repentance. Only then can we um, tell that Christ redeemed us of this, of this disease. How many other pestilences have we done as individuals? Or how many other sins have we committed to cause a self-destruction? Again and again, man called out in their distress and in their trouble. And again and again, God rescues all of us. Today, scripture says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. God even says, call to me and I will answer you with great and mighty things which I did not know. He has not changed but to us as humans, we change. But he never changes. Even in our text, the people are in trouble and cried to God. And God answered their prayer. God can answer your prayer even today. Hallelujah. You may be in some kind of trouble, some kind of distress, but nothing is too difficult for God. And this brings me to my third point, And that is deliverance. In Uganda, it's called Okutewa being released, being relieved, being delivered wholly and fully. The same God that took a nation of slaves and moved them out of the most powerful nation in the world can still save. Hallelujah. The same God gave Gideon and David victory and he can still save. I can testify of this. He does this every day. The God who brought Israel back from Babylon and its bondage can still save hallelujah if you are bound to something right now is your opportunity to be free you may feel like you're so far away from the promises of god that nothing can get them back but i assure you scripture says in romans 11 that the gifts and the callings of god are without repentance that means that he does not take your gift and give it away never your gift is there you may be bound by relationship a friendship a job, but God can set you free today, today, today. Because we learn that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will deliver liberty to all of us. I ask that we shall learn to discern when you've called us into this Spirit, and that we shall plug in for purposes of getting your redemption and saving. Hallelujah. And we are celebrating when the Word entered this world. And that is Christ himself. Then the scripture of reference today says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered all their destructions. Hallelujah. Here we receive Christ the Savior who comes through to us as the word. The scripture has been so clear. We are talking about Psalms here. We haven't even reached the New Testament. We're talking about Psalms. He's even quoting Isaiah. He's even quoting Jeremiah. And all the, and all the prophets of the past. God is able to deliver you from anything today. An ungodly behavior, an addiction, God is able to save it from us today. A bad relationship, God is able to restore. Poverty is able to restore. Lack is able to save us from pride. Anything, anything you can ever think or imagine. We are celebrating the entrance of the word into the world today and into our lives. How I pray that each of us shall embrace this saving, shall embrace this word in our lives. The Bible calls Jesus Christ the word. And in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the, and the word was God. So we see 
this savior from destruction at the time of creation of the what? Of the world. We can only choose to run away from him, but he's been here and he's been around us and his message is the same. I'm here to redeem. John said, and the world, the world dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, hallelujah. The glory as only of the begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. His word is here today to set you free from your own ways, free from your sins. The word is full of grace and truth. He is here to heal you. Hallelujah. He is here to heal all of us. Hallelujah. I can testify of this. This word is full of grace and truth. He will heal the brokenhearted. He will, kill, he will heal our families. He will heal our businesses. He will heal our ministries in the name of Jesus. He is here to heal our faith. He's here to fight for us. He's here to take part in our fight. He's here to heal our worship when we felt that we can't sing to him or praise him anymore. He's here to heal our prayer when we feel we have been prayerless, when we can't measure up according to his desires. He's here to heal our praise when we felt so downcast. He's here to heal all your perspective of life. The dreams that you probably thought you had lost, the vision that appears so different now. We need to have faith. All the things I've mentioned is what God desires for us. He is here to deliver from emotional ties, from physical ties, from the storm that is too strong. I'm mentioning the distractions that take us all the time. Whatever is trying to destroy your life today, he is the word that will deliver you from all your distractions. Whatever is trying to destroy you, he will heal you. You are not destined for destruction. You are destined for his love and nothing can separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah. Destruction may be a view, but listen to this. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift your, uh, your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. Amen. Your redemption draweth nigh. I love it in Uganda. That is Luke 21, 28. Musituke, as in get up. Raise your heads high because you know who you trust. Kubanga, okununura kwamwe, kulikumpi. You are saving and redemption is high. It is nigh, it is here. All that you have to do is believe and receive. You can walk out of here today with a sinful heart and you can walk out of here today with a healed heart. Hallelujah. Have a redeemed day, friends. Be firm in Christ Jesus like our brother Jenna Nwum had. No wonder we are celebrating his day today. There's no manner of destruction that can hold you down. The Savior conquered death. He is our one and only. He is our Savior. He is our Redeemer. He is our Savior. He is our healer in every way. There's no type of destruction or failure that can, that can fail him. He is God. We've learned that he is the word. He was with us at the beginning of the world. And he came and even died for us. King of Kings, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for this word of King of Kings. We thank you for you tell us that our redemption draweth nigh. It is so close. It is in foresight. We can see it. We ask that we shall plug into this redemption, into this saving, and that no weapon fashioned against our saving and our prayers will prosper. 
I pray in the name of Jesus that you get closer to us like you would never done. I pray that we shall be closer to you like we've never done. King of Kings, we ask that in the name of Jesus, you will be our guide, you will be our shield, you will be our buckler and our help. We thank you for always coming through in the hardest of times. We thank you for always coming through in the hardest of times. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory and I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Back to you, Liz. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Grace, for that message. And congratulations upon your graduation. We bless the name of the Lord Thank for you. that testimony of what God can do. And we will <clears throat> respond uh, in prayer. Some of the items that have been raised. We bless the name of the Lord for speaking so clearly to us through his servant. Lord, we want to thank you and we exalt you and we bless you. Thank you, Lord, for your servant. Thank you for grace. Lord, we want to celebrate with him. Thank you for the victory that you have given him so many years down the road and you've made it possible for him to graduate lord we thank you we exalt you we lift your name we join with him to celebrate oh god like he's been telling us about how we need to celebrate the good things that you've done for us and so we celebrate him we celebrate with him and with his family for the great things that you've done in his life thank you lord even as he celebrates, so oh Lord, we pray that you'll be glorified, you'll be lifted high. Lord, we thank you for him. Thank you that he spent time and sat with you and you spoke to him and he has shared what you shared with him, Lord. Thank you. Lord, we pray a blessing upon him. We pray that he will experience you in a new way, oh God that he'll be able to even testify more of what you are doing. Oh God, I know that you are at work in his life. Oh Lord, we bless you. We exalt you, Lord. Lord, bless his family. Bless all the work of his hands, oh God, as you have promised. Bless him, oh Lord, even as he goes to wherever he's going, as he goes to work, as he goes to the different things, as he, in all the things that he gets involved in, O oh Lord, I pray that your favor will be upon him, O oh Lord, that people will see that indeed you are alive and well in his life. Lord, we thank you and we bless you. We thank you, Lord, for your word, O oh Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you choose to share your heart with us, O oh Lord. You want us to know your heart so that we can be aligned to your will. You don't hide anything from us. We are your children and you have shared your heart with us this morning. Thank you, Lord, that even in our foolishness, you still have, you still have mercy on us. And so, Lord, as we read in the scripture, they were foolish and they did evil things. And you... You still didn't destroy them, but they were handed over to, to pain and suffering, and you delivered them. Lord, you know each one of us, the things that we are going through. And Lord, as your servant shared, sometimes it may not be because of our sin. It could be that the enemy is fighting us. But sometimes the pain and the sorrow and the suffering 
comes to us because of the sin in our lives, comes to us because we are not following your instructions. And so we find ourselves in trouble. Lord, I pray that if there is any amongst us, oh Lord, who is like these people who are fools, who through their sinful ways and because of their iniquities suffered affliction, and they loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Lord, if there is any among us who, because of our foolishness, O God, and because of our sinful ways, we are suffering affliction and pain, I pray that as we cry out to you today, that you will deliver us from trouble. Lord, any of us, O Lord, who is going through that, that you will help us to repent. Lord, that you will forgive us, O oh Lord. We thank you for the example of the Israelites, that whenever they sinned, like they did and complained, they came to you, O oh Lord. They came to Moses and said, we have sinned. So, Father, I pray that you will make us come to that point of acknowledging our sin. Any of us, O oh Lord, who has sinned and it has caused trouble to us and it has, it has caused trouble to our families, O oh Lord, and it has affected our relationships. Lord, I pray that you bring us to that point of acknowledging that we have sinned. Lord, we have sinned. Yes, we have sinned. As Ugandans, we have sinned, O oh Lord. Lord, there is sin amongst us, and Lord, it has affected our relationships. Lord, the sin has even affected our bodies, some of us, oh God. We acknowledge that we have sinned, and we come to you. We acknowledge our sin, and we cry to you, oh Lord, that you will deliver us from the trouble that we are in because of the sin because of the sin of our nation, because of the sin of our families, because of our own sins, O oh Lord, the trouble that has come to us because of the wickedness, O oh Lord, amongst us. We plead that you forgive us, that you will have mercy on us like you did to the Israelites, O oh Lord. When they confessed their sin, O oh Lord, you delivered them. Lord, I pray that you will forgive our sin. And that you will help us to turn away from the sin, Lord, that we will not just confess it and then go back to it like you speak about the dogs that go back to their vomit, oh God. But Lord, that we will shun sin and totally walk away from sin and walk in the righteousness that is from Jesus, oh Lord. Father, we thank you because we know you're a kind God, you're a, you, you are gracious, and so we trust that you have forgiven us and we exalt and celebrate you. Lord, we've been reminded to come and celebrate when you have done great things in our lives. But Father, many times we have become like the nine lepers. When you healed them, only one came back to return thanks and praise, oh God. Have mercy on us and forgive us for the times that we have. You have done many things for us. You have shown favor to us. You've given us so many things. You've healed our diseases and we have not come back to thank you, Lord. We have been like the nine lepers who took you for granted. Lord, many times we take the good things that you do for us for granted. Yet we don't deserve them. 
We don't deserve any of the good things you do for us, but we take you for granted, Lord, forgive us. Lord, fill us with a heart that celebrates and delights in you and in your word, oh God. Give us a heart that is always thankful, oh Lord, that we will look for all the good things that you're doing in our lives and we come and testify of the goodness of the Lord. Lord, you have done so many good things for us. But sometimes we, we, we think that it's happening because of, um, of the good things we've done. We think that we've got them because we are, we have the might or it is because of our wisdom. Lord, I pray that you help us to acknowledge you as our source, as the source of all the good things. Because indeed it is you who is the source of all the good things in our lives. And so, Lord, I pray that you will teach us, teach us a thankful and grateful heart. Fill us with a grateful heart, Holy Spirit. Fill us with a grateful heart that all the things that you do for us, we will come back to praise you, O oh God. We will testify of what you have done. Lord, when you healed that man in, in that we read about, when the one who was mad and who had demons on him and he wanted to follow you, you said, no, go back, go back to your family and tell them of all the good things that the Lord has done for you. Father, you have done so many good things. You have done many good things. I pray that you will remind us that we will tell our families, that we will tell our colleagues, that we will tell anybody who, who cares to listen. Lord, the good things that you have done for us. Lord, we have a tendency to talk about so many other things, the things that have happened. We talk about, we grumble, we talk about the many, uh, we talk about people, but we don't talk about you. Lord, I pray that as we talk to people, Lord, every time we talk to people, I pray that you remind us to give thanks to you, to acknowledge you, to talk about the things that you've done in our lives. So, Lord, I pray that you help us to testify because you have delivered us, oh, Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless you for you, Ara faithful father you're a good god and you have done so many wonderful things lord teach us to testify about you teach us to give you praise lord amongst the people in the midst of the congregation wherever we are oh god every time you give us opportunity help us to use it to acknowledge you to lift up your name oh father lord we want to thank you because you are a god who delivers and we thank you for the deliverance that you have given us through your son, Jesus Christ. You have sent your word and healed us. You have delivered us from all our troubles, from all our trials. Lord, you have just told us that you're able to deliver. Lord, I pray that you will help each one of us. Lord, individually, as we are here, you know, you know the things in our lives where we need deliverance, whether it's in the physical, whether it's in the spiritual, whether it's in our mental. Lord, you know the addictions that are in our lives. Lord, you know the pride that is in us. Lord, you know the, the oppression where we have been oppressed by the enemy. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come to you and ask that you will deliver 
Lord, I pray that today we will be able to testify that on this day of the 16th of February, 2023, the Lord came and delivered us in his word. For you have promised that you deliver, oh God. Deliver us, O oh Lord, from all the things that have taken away our vision, O oh Lord. Deliver us, O oh Lord, from the things that have taken away our worship, O oh God. Deliver us, O oh Lord, from worshiping idols. Lord, we tend to look at other things and we think that they will be our source of help. Yet our help comes from you and you alone. As the scripture said, O oh Lord, they cried out to you. And you delivered them and you healed them from all their diseases. Lord, forgive us for the times that we have cried out to so many things for God instead of you. We've gone to human beings. We have looked to money. We have looked to our bosses. We have looked to government. We have looked to donors. We have looked to many other things. But Lord, Your word is very clear that it is you that delivers. It is your word that you sent and it heals. It is your word that delivers from destruction. Lord, we ask that you will help us to dig deep into your word. For your word is available to each one of us. Forgive us, Lord, for the times that we have taken your word for granted. Lord, when we have Put your word way down below our priorities. And we have looked to other things, O Lord. Yet your word has life, O God. And so, Lord, we thank you because our redemption is here and it is in your word. So, Lord, I pray that for each one of us that is here this morning, you will help us to dig deep into your word, to seek you in your word. And that when you speak, oh God, you, your word will come with deliverance to us, oh Lord. That, Lord, we will be delivered from anything that has sought to destroy our lives, oh Lord. For God, you have created us for a purpose. And before we have achieved that purpose, oh Lord, there is nothing that should destroy our lives. And so, Father, I pray, I pray for each one of us that we will learn to hold your word, to value your word, O God, to hold it high above all others, O God. For in your word, there is life. In your word, there is peace. In your word, there is all that we need, O Lord. And so help us to lean in your word, O Lord. We bless you, O God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, O God. Lord, help us to keep our focus on you, in all the things that we do, Lord, even today, in the things that we are going to put our hands on, in everything that we plan to do, I ask that your spirit will continue to guide and direct us, oh God. Our brother shared about the day that he made you a promise, and then when you spoke to him, he didn't do what you had planned, to to what you had asked him to do, Lord, Many times you have whispered to us, you have whispered and said, do this or the other. But many times, oh Lord, we have excuses of why we can't do that. There are always good excuses. The enemy has excuses that he puts in our minds 
And Lord, we use our own wisdom, O oh Lord, to respond to your message. Lord, I pray that you will help us to stop using our wisdom. That when you speak, we will respond in faith, Lord. That we will not respond in logic and reason, O oh God. Deliver us from the reasoning and logic of this world. Deliver us from the wisdom of this world, which is not of you. Lord, when you speak, give us faith, O oh Lord. Holy Spirit, help us to respond in faith that when we, you speak to us, we will do that which you have asked us to do. And we do it rejoicing, not reluctantly, O oh God, especially in the area of giving. Lord, I pray that you teach us to give and to give generously because, Lord, you are a generous giver and you want us to be like you, O oh Father. We exalt you, we magnify you. Lord, continue to deliver us from all the bondages. Lord, you know the things that are binding us, the things that are holding us back, that are making us unable to achieve the purposes, to achieve our destinies. Oh, Lord, deliver us from those bondages and help us, oh, Lord, to be free. Set us free to serve you. Set us to free to do your will, oh, Lord, that the whole world will come to know you, that the whole world will be filled with the knowledge of you as the waters cover the sea. We bless you, O oh Lord. We exalt you, O oh Lord. Thank you, Father, for it's in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.